Blog Talk Radio. Welcome and thank you for tuning in once again to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Beerman here. Our website is debtfreewealth.org. We invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to helping those who desire it delete debt, build wealth, and protect family and assets. It's absolutely free to subscribe to Debt Free Wealth Radio, and all who follow our show will receive our most downloaded report, Delete Debt 101, where we would discuss 15 of the ways most people get themselves into debt and 16 strategies to delete that debt. Now, today's discussion comes from the categories of deleting debt and building wealth, and our topic today is writing for income. Now, there's a story in every one of us, but unfortunately, not all our stories get told. Not every story told is fiction, and every writer does not become a bestseller. Nevertheless, writing your story means you don't, not writing your story means you don't get to tell it your way. And never writing your story means all your knowledge and experience is not packaged for easy sharing with others who could benefit. Writing is a record of something, and that record could become a legacy that is profitable for learning, entertainment, and possibly profitable for income as well. So join us as today we're going to talk with some authors who may not yet be household names, but they took the leap of faith to write their story, fiction or nonfiction. They're going to tell us a little bit about their publication, but you will definitely hear about the whole process from conception to publication, and hopefully you too will be encouraged to do the same. Now, in addition to my books, um, my guest authors today, well, I'm not sure, I, I hope they're all on, David Muir, Alex and Aisha Catalano, Victor Font, and I'm not sure if Don Dobby's on, so we'll see. My Publishing consultant Tracy Sullivan from Zulan Press will also be with us. So, have you ever thought of writing? There are many ways to write for income, submitting to magazines, to the press, on niche blog sites, for corporation marketing and training pieces as a ghostwriter. Today, I'm going to focus on writing books for income. Now, if you're intensely passionate about something, if you're a highly opinionated person who believes everybody's entitled to hearing your opinion, if you have a special skill, if you've had incredible experiences, if you've learned some important life lessons, if you're a gossip who also has the latest juice on all the stuff we're curious about, if you have found strategies that make things easier or more effective, if you enjoy journaling, whether by, you know, through photos, daily adventures, or personal reflection, or if you just need some extra money, writing may just be the thing for you. And writing for income is likely to elevate your urgency, your professionalism, and your completion of that project. 
So today I'm honored to have my special guests on who have decided that they needed to write something to share with us. These guests have written their pieces and packaged it for retail, not only so that it can be shared with us and it be publicly accessible, but also as a way to generate an income for themselves and their families. I'm confident that their stories will inspire and maybe even challenge you to write your story your way right now before someone else tells your story for you in ways that you may not have endorsed or supported. Now, for those of you who love to travel, I do have a resource for you, and if you want to know how to become a travel writer, there will be a link to that on our website, endmoneyproblemsnow.com. It's $1.99 to download the report on how to become a travel writer. So welcome. So my writers, um, um, I'm going to bring you all in, and what I want you to do, guys, is state your name, the title of your book or books, tell us if that book is available in print or e-form, if you self-published, give me your 37, your 30-second elevator pitch for your book. Now, if you have more than one book, pick one book, your 30-second elevator pitch for the book, and how we may contact you to purchase the book or to get more information. I'm going to start with the Catalanos, and I believe, well, you know what, I'm just going to, who is this I'm bringing in here? Uh, 919 area code, who is this? 919 is Victor. Victor, go ahead, Victor. Hi, I'm Victor Font, and I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. I have nine books that I've written all about information technology. The one I want to talk about today is The Ultimate Guide to the SDLC. This is really my uh, my magnum opus, and it it really is a compilation of everything I've learned after over 25 years in information technology. Uh, the Ultimate Guide to the SDLC is a complete and ready-to-adapt system development lifecycle that covers every aspect of system development from project inception to production and everything in between. It's been available as an e-book for the last few years. Uh, it stands as the most complete and comprehensive guide of its kind. It is available on Amazon.com, where it is doing very, very well, actually, right now. It's a perfect textbook for any undergrad in information technology. It's also a perfect reference guide for any professional IT person looking to improve their skills and project success. And how may, we, how may we contact you for more information or to purchase the book? I know you said it was on Amazon. Um, how can we get in touch with you, Victor? Anybody can send me an email at victor at victorfont.com, and I'll be glad to respond. Awesome. And uh, Victor's books, uh, again, are on Amazon.com. Uh, let me bring in, okay, who is 954? Who is 954? That would be David. David Muir, Senor, uh, today I believe is a special day in the life of your book. So in addition to those questions I just asked, uh, can you tell us about what's happening today for you? I certainly think I can. I uh, would love to share with everyone that today happens to be a book launch event for me. So uh, right here in southern South Florida, we're actually having the book launch of Pieces of Jamaica, The Real Rock Edition, which is my book that comes out today. Um, anyone who is interested in purchasing the book should be able to get that book on piecesofjamaica.net, 
So you could go to www.peacesofjamaica.net or you can contact me by writing an email to info at peacesofjamaica.net or you can dial me directly on my uh, many phone numbers, but uh, we'll give the one that's easiest, which is 954-200-5110. So that's 251-10 in the 954 area code. Now, Pieces of Jamaica is a pictorial book, so it's definitely not... uh, the one that you would say is the written word, but it is a photo exploration of the country of Jamaica, which is what my book is all about. I have told a story that essentially replicates my life in Jamaica throughout my youth. So I spent the last four years uh, documenting images that represent Jamaica the way I remember it, having grown up in that country. Okay, fabulous. That should also be an awesome uh Peace for tourists and stuff. So let's go to, uh, let's see, who is at 215 area code? Who do we have at 215? You do. That would be Aisha and Alex Catalano. Uh, Awesome. Uh, And the Catalanos are not strangers to Debt Free Wealth Radio. So go ahead. This is our second time around on the show, and uh, we just want to first say thank you, Trudy, for uh, inviting us on to speak about. Uh, building wealth through writing. Yeah, our book has never been a, written. Our book is titled 365 Days Until the Journey to Wedding. And what we did was we each kept our own journal that we wrote in every single day for an entire year before our wedding. But the twist of our book is that neither of us read what the other was writing until after we got married. So it became a way for us to kind of uh, vent, you know, about the situations without necessarily venting on one one another. We talked about the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, and everything in between, and we shared that with one another and the world, of course, after we actually got married. And our book is available in e-format. It's also available in stores uh, like Barnes & Nobles on Amazon.com, but you can also just keep up with us as well as to get the book or learn more about, you know, what we're doing at the Catalanos, C-A-T-A-L-A-N-O-S dot info. That's the Catalanos dot info. And it's just a pleasure to be here because we are very excited about uh, our journey of using our book to generate another stream of income because we firmly believe that absolutely everybody has a story to tell, no matter how large, how small, how good, how bad someone will want to hear your story. So you definitely should write it down and, and to share it with the world. And their book is also available on the website idofordummies.com, idofordummies.com, which is a premarital website, which is a perfect fit for their book. So, But your book, is it only available in ebook format, Aisha? Actually, or is it print it is- as well? It's available in print, paperback, hardback. It's available on any type of e-reader. Uh, okay. Basically, anything you would like to find the book, you can get. Okay, awesome. And then we've got, uh, it, let's see, if this is Tracy. Tracy, I'm going to hold you till the end, but let's see. Is this Tracy? Hello. Hi. I'm Hello, is this Tracy? 407 area code. Is this Tracy? Yes, ma'am. That's me. Okay, Tracy Sullivan is uh, my publishing consultant, so I'm going to bring Tracy in at the end. But, um, okay, guys, uh, so let's see now. Um, my book, I wrote Jesus Had a Stepdad too, 
Um, the print run is all sold out, and at this point, I don't plan to run any more copies of that. But the ebook has been available at BarnesandNoble.com and Amazon.com. That book is uh, for elementary age children living in blended families. It's told through the experience of a young boy who has a like hate relationship with his new stepdad. His mother is so taken up with her new marriage that she does not realize the challenges her son is facing with the relocation, the loss of easy access to his biological father, and the fact that he believes allowing himself to like his stepdad is a show of disloyalty to his father. His grandfather shows him that Jesus can relate to his experience because Jesus had a stepdad too. Now, I wrote it because my children were going through the experience, and Jason, the main character, is really my son's own experience of a to my new marriage. Now, links to the book are available at TrudyBearman.com, but you can just search for it by title, book title, I, uh, Jesus Had a Stepdad Too, on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com if you want to make a purchase. Now, I also have a completed draft of um, the Bible of, on Business, which is at my editor's right now, and I'm currently writing another book, Debt-Free Wealth. And those, both those books uh, are contracted to be printed through Zulon Press, and uh, we'll have Tracy Sullivan on in a little bit to hear from her shortly. Now, guys, one of you has um, some background noise. I want you to see if you can address that for me. It sounds like someone's talking in the background, if you can deal with that for me. Okay, so now, Regardless of your message, your work is a source and will always be a, a potential source of income. So you guys, all you writers, what would you say was your biggest hurdle in the process of your book? I'm going to make it open floor. Go ahead, guys. The biggest hurdle. Well, this is Victor. Well, uh, the biggest hurdle for me was actually writing the book. It took five months uh, of uh, t- 12 to f- 12 hours or a day, five, six days a week, and uh, I have over a year and a half of research into the book. So that was the hurdle for me. Okay. Anybody I'll, else? I'll, 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 this is David, and I'll say that for me, I mean, whew, there were so many different hurdles, but I would have to say the greatest hurdle for me was actually producing the final product, printing and binding the book. That was really, really uh, one heck of a challenge to work that through. Uh, Because of it being a photography book where the the image quality is everything and really getting the highest quality binding process and so on, that would have been uh, what I would say is definitely the the most difficult hurdle to to declare. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Trudy, this is Alex. Um, um, I think for us the biggest Excuse me. The biggest hurdle was being um, with our style book, journal style, writing in it every day. Um, and sometimes you don't feel like you want to write, but you know you need to write. Um, and that was sometimes our biggest hurdle. And I would definitely say that sometimes people put off telling their Aisha, your your phone's having some problems coming through. Alex, do you know me? what she was going to say? Okay, go ahead. I um my statement was just that um that hurdle helped us also you know tell people about the process of writing because so many people put off telling their story or writing their book because they feel like it's an arduous task that 
going to take away from their daily activities, and we can, you know, help them in sharing our story because it was hard at times, but some days we just wrote a few sentences. We physically committed to writing something every day for 365 days, and, you know, that was a huge hurdle. It was it was tough, but we made it happen. So that's just a tidbit of advice that we give to people who are looking um, for suggestions on how to begin or where to start. Just start and do a little something every day. Okay. Now, again, guys, open, open floor. Um, tell us if you're using professional help to market your work, and if not, what are you doing to self-market so that you can maximize your sales? Open floor. I'll take it first. David here in Florida, Fort Lauderdale. I, I just wanted to share, and that's it's very interesting question you asked about the marketing. I definitely am doing it myself, but I am also enlisting professional help because, quite honestly, there's no way that any one person can really market a book uh, nationally or internationally by themselves. So you need a network, a, a, an existing structure. And what has happened for me is that obviously I have lots of uh, connections with great media houses that help with the efforts. But even beyond that, your connections really only are limited to this, to this one person. And re- what I found to be extremely important is getting help from those who are connected in other markets and in other countries and other places. So I definitely have enlisted professional help, but I'm hiring consultants on an as-needed basis to get the word out and to get into different markets that I really don't have enough of a presence generally on an everyday basis. Okay, so you don't really have a person who is dedicated to marketing beyond yourself, but as you see the need uh, uh, that you can see it, you contract in a particular area for a specific project, and then you're done with that. Is that what you're saying, David? Definitely. Actually, I'll clarify and go a bit further. For example, since uh, I'm marketing the book internationally, I'll choose Jamaica uh, as the first destination because the book is images of Jamaica. I have uh, one publicist who works specifically in Jamaica who has been on the project now for the past four months, and she has uh, been able to, through her connections, provide me with the various media outlets like the television stations, the magazines, the newspaper, the radio, to get me the required interviews, to get me the book signings, and so on, Um, in addition to the distributors' network, and their network has helped us to get, you know, uh, into specific bookstores, into the airport, to gift shops. They've gotten us into the gift shops at a lot of the tourist attractions. But without getting someone on board who's actually in charge of handling a specific region, it would have been impossible for me and my efforts alone to actually really infiltrate and to get into the, the, the depth of that market. Uh, in Canada, I have another person who's been on that project now for two months, and he has been doing, uh, through his network and through his publicity unit, he's been able to get me similar types of inroads. I, fortunately for myself, because I am uh, very connected here in South Florida, have been able to get the NBCs and CBS and ABCs on board so I can get the TV coverage. Sun Central and Miami Herald have written stories and so on, but that's because this is my geographic region of expertise. For example, going to New York and L.A. and these different places, I do need assistance, and so I hire contracted people at those places for the time that I believe is needed. So it's usually a three-month to four-month period to get to generate the excitement and, and attract people to buy the book. 
Awesome. Anybody else wants to put their bit in? Sure. This is Hi. Victor. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Victor. You can go, buddy. Okay, thanks. Um, I'm, I do a lot of self-marketing. I have almost 19,000 connections on LinkedIn. Uh, everyone in my connection list has received an email from me when I published. Uh, I also, every single person that links to me uh, during the week, and I get about 100 new connections a week, they'll get a personalized welcome letter from me uh, with a link to the dedicated website for the book and and some information about it. I've sold quite a few that way. I also uh, use PR Web, which is a professional uh, public relations site. Uh, it costs about $200 to do a press release, but the press release is seen by at least 3 million people in a month. So that drives traffic also. Okay. And Alex, did you want to say something? Um, yes, as far as uh, our book, uh, how we're marketing, since it's kind of like a genre-specific, we're actually reaching out to uh, a lot of wedding coordinators, um, people that have uh, wedding websites or relationship experts, kind of like uh, the website that you introduced us to, uh, I Do For Dummies. We have uh, extended our hand and uh, information out to similar uh, websites because we know that with our book we need to reach those type of people meaning relationship style wedding style because they're the type of people that are going to read our book um, people that love so are you doing books. this yourself or do you have professional help well, we have a uh, we're doing it ourselves and we actually do have some professional help we have a social media publicist we're working with that it does a lot of uh, social media, and we have worked with some traditional media as well. Um, and then what we're also doing, it's actually our book is being featured at Writer's Digest West Conference next month, where it's going to be marketed to a lot of film production companies, agents, um, bigger publishing companies. Um, so we're just trying to do a little bit of both uh, and seeing what what really catches on because we know that we do need multiple people to kind of tell everybody about the book, us being in the East Coast, uh, how are we going to let people know on the West Coast other than social media? So we're trying to build that team through uh Well, I could actually media. see your book as a, as a movie. I really could. So that's pretty interesting that you said that. All right, so let me go ahead and bring Tracy on. Um, Tracy Sullivan, like I said, she's from Zulon Press. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you, Trudy, for having me. And I just took a lot of notes from what everyone said. I think you all are doing great things and um, some things I want to share with my authors, too. So thank you for sharing. Okay, now I did actually have a whole bunch of questions for you, Tracy. Now we've got seven minutes in the show, and I do need the last two. So I tell you what, if we do not get it all in on today's show, because I do want to ask all the questions that I have in addition to whatever you have to say to me. So I'm going to share with the audience right now, if I, do, if I have to cut Tracy short, I am going to do another follow-up interview with her, and I will put a link 
to it. Um, definitely on endmoneyproblemsnow.com, endmoneyproblemsnow.com. So you'll be able to get both pieces of the show to get the complete um, deal from Tracy and also um, I'll probably see if I can put a link back into this one. So, uh, Tracy, um, let's see now. Uh, there, are some, there are book printers and there are book publishers. What's the difference, and would Zulon be better understood as which one? printer or publisher? We are actually a publisher. We are a self-publisher. Uh, we provide print-on-demand. The main difference is that a printer would help produce and set up the files and just print the book for you, whereas a publisher should be providing uh, custom covers, distribution, marketing, and, and ongoing support. So that would be the difference between what we do and what a printer may do. Okay, and uh, because of budget issues, some writers choose to self-publish. How does the service of a publishing company make the extra dollars worth it? Well, yes, uh, with self-publishing, you do make the in initial investment. Uh, the nice part about that is that you receive benefits. Okay, hold on a second, hold on. There is some background noise. I'm going to turn off my writers. Don't don't hang up. I'm just going to turn you off so that we don't get that feedback coming in, okay? So, um, okay, hang on a second, Tracy. Okay, go ahead, Tracy. Well, I'm just, uh, I'm sorry. Let me get my train of thought going there. Um, with self-publishing, you actually make the initial investment, of course, and it's mainly what I'm hearing your authors today say. It sounds like most of them have have definitely uh, stepped out in that direction. Uh, the benefit of that is that you actually reap those benefits, the royalties being higher, you holding and controlling the rights. Um, with traditional publishing, they're going to control most of that. Your royalties are going to be less, but yet they do normally pay for that initial cost up front. So it just really depends more of what you want in the long run. Um, also, the, you mentioned your book, The Print Runs. Um, with self-publishing, most of your print-on-demand, you can continue the life of the book as long as you want without the risk of that print run being you know, complete or closed down. Okay, so I, maybe because of the distraction up front, were you saying that, that Zulon um, is one of those that retains the right or the owner retains the right? I'm not sure. that. What... No, the author always retains the right and the royalties are always higher with self-publishing. We just, you actually as the author, will make the initial investment, decide what you want to do, the level of service that you want, and then you will keep those rights and retain the royalty rights as well. There's bits okay. Now, break down. We could do a whole show on royalties because it can get very interesting, but our authors do um, keep 100% of their net, net rights, or net royalties, sorry. Oh. Okay. Now, e-books are becoming very popular, and many writers opt not to print their publications at all. Do professional publishers handle and promote e-books? And how would the professional treatment of an e-book add value when self-creation and self-distribution might not? Well, it is interesting. The market has changed, and we don't feel like what, what we offer with Christian self-publishing that it is in our author's best interest to just do an e-book. Um, you know, an e-book is not something that people can autograph. So I feel that, you know, what we have learned is that authors really need to do both. You need to have something in hand because as an unknown author, they're not going to find you or find that e-book without it. But we do handle and track and promote those e-books. 
Um, there are options for authors out there to put an electronic format available, uh, sell that. The problem is when you sell that without protecting your rights, you could get in trouble and people could just make you know copies everywhere without you actually making any benefits. Um, you know, with eBooks, there are, in our opinion, they should really accompany the the book. Um, but we do set it up to to protect those digital rights management. So we do that with each one, and we have a variety. It's not just available on Amazon. It's available on iBooks and Ken, for Kindle, for the Nook, through Barnes & Nobles. So pretty much any e-reader will be able to get the e-books that we, we produce. Uh, let me let me open this back up again. Uh, guys, um, just remind us once again, um, your books were – okay, I'm, I've lost 919. Okay, there we go. Uh, you are your books available in print and ebook or e ebook only? Just remind me real quick. Yes. Well, this, oh, is, this I... is my book. <laughs> David here, Pieces of Jamaica, is not available as an ebook, only print, because it's a book of images. And so, uh, while we could provide that as an ebook, it is only really valuable um, as the actual print copies that sit on the coffee table. So, mine is a print. Oh only. wow! I own. Okay, guys, actually, I only have 90 seconds. I, I'm so sorry. I really have to close the show out. So, all right, guys, I'm Tracy. I'm going to have to pick up with you and finish out our list of questions. Uh, guys, you need to join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Our topic is going to be preserve your wealth with gold and silver. Boy, time flies when you're having fun. Preserve your wealth with gold and silver. Preservation of Wealth is a membership site for those wanting to buy gold and silver bars and coins at the closest to spot, as well as an incredible business opportunity for those wanting to capitalize on the historic and growing demand for gold and silver. My guest, Bill Constain, a registered financial planner, is, the author, is an author of a book himself and founding executive member and chairman of the advisory board of a powerful network marketing company. And Preservation of Wealth is where he's teaching people how to produce, provide, and preserve wealth. So please join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Thanks for being with us today. Thank my guests for being on. You guys are awesome. Tracy, we'll pick up again. Um, we'll talk about that later, okay? Awesome. Thank you.